Okay, we left off last time at the end of Pasuk Hay. <coughs> it says, both Machlan and Chilion died, but Tishar Isha Mishnei Yeladel Meisha. We said that she was left with nothing, she didn't have any money left. Um, <coughs> and in fact, Rus and Arpa actually had to pay for the uh, Leviathan of their husbands, and that was the Chasta Shalamis that they did. So Pasuk Vav says, Vatokam Hibachalisel. So Nami and her daughters in law got up, Patasha Mistaymayev, and they returned from the fields of Mayev, Kishama Mistaymayev, they had heard in the Staymayev, Kifakar Hashem Esamay Lachasam Lachem. Now, we have to realize who Nami was, and we'll see this a little bit more in the next Pasuk. But she was a very clash of a lady, Nami. Um, her husband, you know, schlepped her along to leave her to Israel, um, to, to Chuslaritz. But it's clear that after her husband died and her two sons died, even though they weren't Nisairer from their father's death, losing their money, but eventually, somewhere along the line, she did come to the Hakara that they did something wrong. Um, and she did Shuba. And she did Shuba on it. And, in fact, she was the one who this whole time was teaching Rus and Arpa, Yisai the Satira. Now, we mentioned earlier that a person is allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael when a famine reaches a certain point. Ali Melech, there was different, Chazal tells us there was different reasons why he left and why he was punished. But once Rus and once Naomi and whoever she's with is in Chutzlaretz, so Apihalacha, she's not really Mechuyiv to go back until the famine ends. So the Pasuk says that even though she did Tshuva Shleima, the Pasuk is telling us she did Tshuva, she realized she was Chaytei. However, she didn't get up and go back to Eretz Yisrael yet. Now, we mentioned before as well that it's much harder to get out of Tumah, to get back to Kedusha. Um, with all these Eures here that happened, Machlan and Chilion weren't this because that's how it is. And even Naomi that who was this Eurer, but to get up and go back to Eretz Yisrael was seems to be a very hard thing. And Afi Allah, she perhaps was not Mechuyiv. However, once she heard that the famine had ended, and now they first they were planting things, so now she decided, she came to the Maskana, she has no hatter anymore to be in Chutzlaretz. Now she, she has to pick herself up and go back to Eretz Yisrael. And you see a very important Nakuda here. And that is that Sometimes the person could have all the Cyrus in the world, and all the Ashkaf in the world, and all the Musa in the world, and he could be Nisairah from it sometimes. But to get the person to actually change, sometimes it takes just what we call plain, simple, following the Halacha. The Halacha is what could build and make a person change. The Chazanish Sechayin of the Racha, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, when the, all the platim, all the survivors of the war, they came, they were bu- trying to build up Eretz Yisrael. So there was a whole deal now. What, what should we make a stress? What, what should, a deal amongst the Gedalim, what should we stress to build Kla Yisrael, rebuild Kla Yisrael? And the Chazanir said, there's only one thing you have to stress. Everything else will come along with it. And that is keeping the Halacha to the best that everyone could do. Not with Kulas, with Chumras, 
which the Chazanish didn't uh, with everything, especially you know Shemitah. Shemitah is coming up. The Chazanish dealt the back Shemitah in Eretz Israel. No coolers, no loopholes. You want it, you want to get everyone back on draft is one simple way. When a person keeps the halacha and does their best to follow the halacha without any leniencies, to do it to the best that they can do it, the most mahodadik way, that is the greatest way to get a person back on track and help a person grow. The, all the Israelis in the world could only get a person so far. They wake the person up, then they die down. Keeping halacha and doing things properly is the Ratzon Hashem. And that especially the more tumah that there is schlepping a person down the more tumah that there is in stay mayav you could have the most iris in the world you could have everything to wake up a person but the tumah still has a hold on the person until halacha says listen now it's time to move on and the halacha in one swoop could take care of that and our brother used to say that's why when we have so much tumah in this world now is not the time to be looking for kulas adarabah chumras upon chumras upon chumras is the only way to fight the hold that Tumah has on a person and has on Klai Yisrael. We could try to make all the conventions in the world and all the services in the world, but if in the world of Halacha we're not strong and we're not putting our best foot forward, the Cyrus only works for a certain amount and to a certain degree. The Tumah keeps a hold. Halacha, being machmer and halacha, doing things to the best of our ability, even if we're not obligated to do it, trying to do things, alpi halacha, that is what kept, keeps a person on the right mahalach, and that's the only way to break free of stay mayav of avaisatoma. So Naomi had everything here, but she still stayed there. Now the halacha obligated her, halacha obligated her, that saved her, because she could have stayed in stay mayav forever. And stay mayav forever, she would have remained in stay mayav with the tumah, and she would have been one tzadikas amongst the tumah. She wouldn't have been. How Rus would have made it to Eretz Yisrael, that's not our business again. But what saved her, that she went, made it back to the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, was one thing, and that was that she decided she is no longer allowed to be in Chutzlaret, and she went to Eretz Yisrael. We see the importance here of what halacha, keeping halacha, could accomplish compared to all the talk in the world. You want to be makar of a person? It's wonderful to talk to them about about Ashkaf and all these things. But there's nothing like there's nothing that's going to work as the person start keeping halachas. Keeping halachas. You can talk about Shabbos from today to tomorrow. A person can learn about Shabbos for the next ten years. It's all talk in the world. So they start keeping the Shabbos. Then finally Shabbos will be what it's supposed to be. So that's the lesson over here. She finally came to the Hakara or it came to the point that she came to the Akara, that now she's no longer allowed to stay in Chutzlar. So what happens? She left the place. And Rashi says, just like Vayetze Yaakov Mershava, right, when a tzaddik leaves a place, so you're able to see the effect of the tzaddik. Panaziva, Panadora, Panashvachashalir, the shine, the glory of the nation, of the city is the tzaddik. When he leaves, there's a void. And again, you see here who Nami was. Nami was a tzaddikus in Stay Mayav. She had a hashba on the people of Mayav all the years she was, she was there, which is interesting. Even in this Avaisatoma of Mayav, she had an effect. Her light that was shining forth had an effect on them that when she left, they felt the void. So she left the place. 
And the two daughters in law, and this is again, just keep this in mind. Not only are the not only are the the amount of psukim we mentioned, how quick it was to go from the Eretz Yisrael to Steymayev took two psukim, and to get back from Steymayev to Eretz Yisrael take took however many vav to chafal chafes whatever it is. It's more than that. Look at the, the if you'll notice throughout these the psukim. It says, she left the place, and she went, on the road, to return. Next Pasuk. I'm sorry, the same Pasuk. So they're going to return. Later on, the Pasuk is going to continue in a few minutes, uh, after they have their, uh, their whole conversation, as we'll see in a minute. The Pasuk continues and says, um, Then the Pasuk again. Ooh, a lot of a lot of returning going on here and going and returning just go already. You find this uh Brabdi Sayobia Murder Kashir on on the Akeda. Akeda says over there, um it says uh, by Ramavina when he's about to shecht when he's about to shecht Yitzchak So the first success over there And he stretched out his hand, and he took the knife, like what's this whole Arichas over here? Just go, shacht, and finish. He took out his, he stretched out his hand to go, take the knife to go, shacht, just do it. He used to say, he used to say what we call this, he says, you know, it's like you're telling your kid to go to bed, and say, why not to bed? I'm going to bed. I don't want you to go to bed. Go, just be in bed. Go to sleep. I don't want you going to sleep. Going means I'm taking my time. I'm almost there. It's called it's a shtick. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Sleep. That's what I want you to do. And that's what's going on over here. And it's the same idea because it's over, over there. He has a different verse. But over here, you're seeing how hard it is to crawl out of the stomach. You don't just leave it. She left the place. And they went on the way to return. Leaving the Tumma to return to Kedusha is, takes, is much harder than just slipping out of the Kedusha, which went very quickly. And that you see in this week's parasha as well. I saw someone point out in this week's parasha, it says, So you keep the mitzvahs, so you'll get Kishmech. And you'll get all the things. And then it says, if you're not going to keep the mitzvahs, so then the Pasuk says, If you're not going to be a Melamatayra, Rashi says, so what happens? So you start slipping. It causes you to do this Avera to that Avera. You don't know other people to learn Torah. So you're Kaifer Baker. And each, and if you go through the Psukim there, Rashi goes, it goes in stages. Each Avera schleps along with it seven more Averas. Or a total of seven Averas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes us with seven, seven punishments in the Taichacha. So I saw one of the Vaharshim, I don't remember who, maybe it was Naim Latayra, he asks, how come when it comes to the Ra, we say that one, like Avera Gerer is Avera. One Avera of not learning Taira well causes next Avera, next Avera, next Avera, until it's a group of seven Averas. And why the Bechukai Saiteleichu, when it's talking about keeping the mitzvahs, we don't see the mitzvah Gerer's mitzvah, so to speak. Just as you keep the mitzvahs, you'll get, you'll get, uh, you'll get schar. It doesn't say, if you're Amal the Taira, so then you'll start keeping the mitzvahs, and you'll do this, and you do that. It doesn't show it as such a, a ladder of growing. So he says the Taira wants to stress a very simple thing. When you do one Avera, you're already on the slippery slope that just slides down. It's a given. Doing a mitzvah is not the same thing. You need 
You need strength to get to the next mitzvah. The Yitzhahara doesn't want you to do the next mitzvah. Of course, mitzvah, gereris, mitzvah, you'll get the siyata, the shmaya, but it's not a given, because you're going uphill. Downhill, you do one avera, you're ready on that slippery slope, it's a much bigger given that you're going to slip down. And that's what the Torah stresses. If you mechukai saitimasu, don't think it's not a given, you're going to go. No, it's a slippery slope. And that's the same lesson over here. That she left Eretz Yisrael, doesn't say it took much effort. They left. They left. They were there. So one, two, three. Not just in the number of sukkim. There was no. There was no. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't hard for them to do. Mashenkin over here. The pasuk says it's 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 it's, it's going um, from thing to thing. They're leaving to go to come. They're on their way. They're returning. Just go already and be there. Tara says it doesn't work that that way. When you're going to kedusha, it's not so simple. When you're going to tumah, it's much simpler. It's a slippery slope, and that's what you have to read over. Remember over here, she was a tzadikis and she was leaving this place of tumah, and yet the pasuk says we have to keep this in mind. She left and she's going on the way to return why? because it's not so simple it takes time now Mistama we could assume that since Nami was doing Tshuva for a Chataim it's really like Tshuva Samishkal here her Avera was leaving Eretz Yisrael with her husband and now her Tshuva is going back to Eretz Yisrael and we could probably um, we could probably imagine that on her way back she was saying on every step, just like every step out of Eretz Yisrael was an Avera, every step now returning to Eretz Yisrael, she would say, that every step that I'm taking should be a kapara on the steps that I took to leave Eretz Yisrael. So she was going, she was going slowly, and this is another reason, besides for the fact that it takes time to get, to, to, to get out of the Tumah. She also wanted, she didn't just want to rush, because she wanted the Tshuva to be a Tshuva Shlema. So she walked slowly over here. Every step, she was going on the road, she wanted it to be that every step was slow as well so that the Tshuva should be a Tshuva Shlema. Mashenkein Arpan Rus, Arpan Rus, even though they went with her, they went with her, but they didn't have these kavanas. They didn't have the chet. They were still goyim. They were going. They were going to go with their mother-in-law. It was very simple steps. So they were all going, but there was different reasons for why they were going over here. So the Pasuk Middle of the road, all of a sudden, Ami stops and turns to her two daughters-in-law, and she says, what are you coming to me? What are you coming with me for? Go back home. Go back to your mother's house. Hashem should do chesed with you like you did im hamesim v'imadi. We mentioned before the chesed they did im hamesim was the chesed shalemes of the kvura. They paid for the kvura. So Nami says Hashem should pay you back with chesed. Now it's an interesting thing. I don't know if you remember in Yeshua um, in the beginning there in Parak Beis when Pinchas and Kalev came to, um, to Rachav so so she saved them and then she told them she, she said you should make a shvua kiyosisi machem chesed you should do I did with you chesed I saved your life v'atisem gam hatem in base avi chesed so you should pay me back my father's help with chesed 
and give me an ois and so on and so forth. So she said two things over here. She said chesed and she said emes. Right? Do chesed with me and give me an ois of emes. So the Radak writes over there, and the Gros says the same thing as well in Mishlei. The Radak writes, that what's the difference between chesed and emes? He says, when a person does a chesed with their friend, that's not something they're obligated to do. That's called chesed. So if someone does a chesed to their friend, that's called a chesed. The recipient received a chesed. So now Hakaras HaToiv says that they have to reciprocate and give back something. If they give back equal to what they receive, they didn't do chesed. They did what's called emes. Emes means paying back from what I'm obligated to pay back. So if I do a chesed with you, that's called chesed. When you pay me back with an act of kindness, we'll call it, you didn't pay me back chesed, you paid me back emes. Because you paid me back. If you pay me back more than I gave you, so not only did you do emes by paying me back, but you also did chesed by giving me a little more. So therefore... That's what Rachav said. I did chesed with you. So for you to... And I saved your lives. So if you want to save my lives, my life, that's called emes. That's not called chesed. What do I want from you? I want you not only to save my life, she said, I want you to save my family's life as well. My family's lives, that's not emes, right? Not mechuyiv to do. That's chesed. So that's what she said. My father's house, I want you to do chesed. That you don't owe me. But for me, it's emes. And that's a measure. The girl brings a measure that says, if your friend gives you adosh and beans, give him butter, give him back meat. Why? Shugamal olecha He did chesed with you. If you want to pay him back with chesed, it's not enough to give him back equal to what he gave you. That's emes. You have to give him more. That's called paying back chesed. That's how we have oilam chesed yibana. If everyone is not just out to help people only for the amount that they received, they want to give more, then the whole world will be built upon everyone's chesed. So that is back here what Naomi also said. She didn't say, she didn't say, Hashem should pay you back emes. Her bracha to them was, Yas Hashem imochem chesed, kasher atisim umetimimodi. You did chesed with me, I want Hashem to pay you back chesed, which is a bracha in itself, that I'm not asking that you should just be paid back what you did. Adarab, I want you to pay back more. And that shows true hakaras hatayv. When you pay back more and you want to do chesed with someone who did you a taiva, it's not just paying back as a baal chayv. When I pay you back equal, when I pay you back equal for what I did, you know why I'm doing that? I don't want to owe you anything. That doesn't really show that I have hakaras hatayv to you. Hakaras hatayv for the effort you put in in the chesed for me, only as if I go and do chesed as well for you, and that's by paying you back more.
And that was Naomi. Her Akaras HaTayv was Mechayiv her, not just to ask that HaKadosh Baruch should pay them back for what they did, but to pay back more, which is Chesed. And that's the Lashen Yas Hashem Yimokam Chesed. Like you did Chesed, I want you to be paid back Chesed as well. She continues and she says, Yitain Hashem Lochem, Hashem should give you, Umitzana Menucha, and you should find Menucha, Isha, a woman based Isha, in the house of her husband, Batishakwa, and she kissed them, Batisana Kalam, Batifkana, they raised their voice and they cried. So the Malbim is Medaik here, an interesting thing. He says, when Naomi spoke to both Rus and Arpa, she said, Umitzana Menucha, Isha based Isha. You should find Menucha. Tranquility should find rest. Which means, says the, says, the, um, says the Malbim, that she was giving them a bracha that they should get married. They should find the Shidduch and they should have Menucha. Later on, in Paragimel Pasagalis, after Rus became a Giyaris, so it says over there, Vatayim Rilo Nami Chamaisa, over there she was also giving her a bracha and she was saying to go to find the shidduch as well. So she didn't just say menucha, she said manayach, which is lasha menucha, asher yitavlach, which will be good for you. So the Malbim is medayik as follows. Menucha is ba'elam azeh. Yitavlach Always means Laila Maba. You have in, in the Torah as well. Always means Laila Maba. So he says that when she was speaking to them before they were, either of them were Nisgayer, so she was giving them a Shidduch that they should have Menucha. A Bracha to have a Shidduch, they should get married. Menucha, they're Gayim. Where does the Gay have Menucha? That's it. So she was giving them a Bracha, you should have a Shafa of Gashmias, you should have a wonderful life. In this world, all Gashmias, all Ayla Mazah, they're Gayim. What else is she giving them a bracha for? However, when she was speaking to Rus, and she was a Giyaris already, and over there, now she's a Giyaris, she's a Bas Yisrael, Bas Yisrael doesn't just get married only for Gashmias reasons, only to have Menucha and Ayla Mazah. That's not the Iker in this world. The Iker is Asher Yitavlach. The Iker is Ayla Mazah. She was giving her a bracha that your shidduch shouldn't just be a menucha ba'ilam azeh. It should be asher yitavlach. A menucha that's in ilam That together, whatever binyan she's going to build with her husband, it's going to be ruchmiyat in order that she should be zaychal ilam And it's more than that. It's more than that. Because the Rambam, also based on the Psukim in this week's parasha, the Rambam in Hilchah Shuvah, Parak he has a very simple question. Baruchas in Hilchas Shuva, he says that there's no such thing as char of for Torah and mitzvahs in Eilam Azeh. It's all in Eilam Abba. So says the Rambam. You'll ask me a very simple question. In Mechukais Aitaleichu, it says you keep the mitzvahs. What do you get? Rain, food, peace. It all sounds very physical. All Eilam Azeh type of things. So what's the chat? If there's no schar and oil so what is every time you open the tire, it says do the mitzvahs and you'll have uh, food and you'll feel you'll feel full and so on and so forth. So the Rambam answers that Kadosh Baruch put a person in this world to earn oil There's a little bit of a problem, and that is a person is a physical body that needs to eat, that needs to rest, that needs parnasa. There's a lot of tears that you can't just say I'm going to ignore it. 
Ken says, just, you know what? You know what? I'm going to focus on Ruchnius and I'm not going to eat. You know, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to sleep. Or, there's physical things a person has to do. A person has to make a living. But there's so much, there's so much a person has to do in Eilam So how am I going to be able to live in Eilam Azeh? So the Rabban says, it's very simple. So you go in my, if you go in my you keep my mitzvahs, and you make the extra effort that you want to put a dogish, a stress on terror and mitzvahs, then when it says that Kodesh Baruch, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you Menucha Nailam Azeh. Menucha Nailam Azeh. Parnas is going to come easy. It's going to rain when you need it to rain. There won't be wars. You won't be afraid. It's going to be Gavaldic. Why? In order that if you have Menucha Nailam Azeh, you could just earn more and more Tyre and Mitzvahs. Kidei Lizkais Lailam but if a person, when he gets an easy time in Eilam Azeh, decides that he's not going to do the mitzvahs, and he's going to slacken off, so then the Banisham says, listen, you don't want to do my mitzvahs, so you don't get Eilam Azeh either. So now, what am I going to give you? I'm going to give you the taichacha. I'm going to give you wars, I'm going to give you fear, I'm going to give you hunger. And then when a person is wars, fear, and hunger, is he able to learn Tyre and mitzvahs? Even less than before. So then, he doesn't have time to learn Tyre and Mitzvahs, not able to learn Tyre and Mitzvahs. He doesn't have the Yishav Adas for Tyre and Mitzvahs. So what does he lose? He loses his Eilam Abba. So says the Rabbi Nishalayim, it's up to you. If you want to make the extra efforts, you'll be Zaycha to both Eilam I'll give you an easy time in Eilam Azeh, and, I'll give you an e- and then you'll be Zaycha to Zachar in Eilam Abba. If you don't want to do my Mitzvahs in Eilam Azeh, so I'm going to give you a hard time in Eilam Azeh, and you end up losing both worlds. You, learn, you lose Eilam Azeh, and you lose Eilam Habba as well. So, that's really the Dagesh, the stress over here. On the second passage, she said, Avakesh lach manoyach lach. It's not just Menucha and Eilam Abba. It's Manayach and Eilam Azeh which will then give you a skus Eilam Abba. Because you need both. You need the tranquility in this world to truly be Zaycha, to be able to do the mitzvahs properly, to be Zaycha to Eilam Abba. And that's why in the second passage she said, Manayach, I'm giving you a bracha that you should be Zaycha to have Menucha and Eilam Azeh. Not like our, I gave you a bracha before when you were a guy, that that's everything. Asher Yitavlach. The Manayach and Eilam just leads into the Menucha and Eilam Abba. And that's what, she, that's what she was teaching her, that Eilam is only the prize there in the Eilam Abba. This is not the place where you get tzchai, this is not the place where you enjoy it. This is the place that we give you a siyua. If you do it properly, you'll get Eilam in order to earn Eilam Abba. Yeah? People will have bad, they'll know they have bad if they do bad. That's their choice, what do you mean? That's part of the Messiah. No, but they could, you could decide to get out of it. You could decide to be poichet to get out of it. It takes much more. It takes much more kaya. But right, for example, Klai is on the times of Hanukkah, right? It says, "What was the avera? Why they lose the avoda in the Beis Hamikdash? Shenitzrash lu When things were great and the Beis Hamikdash is altikunai, it says they were a little bit lazy about doing the avoda. So what does the Rebbeinu say? If you're lazy about doing my avoda when things are good, so I'm going to take away the avoda from you. You want to get that avoda back? You can get it back. Now it's going to take the serious nefesh. It's not so simple anymore. But it is always an akudas abachira. No, a person cannot come to, to, to the Rebbeinu Shem and say, listen. Rabbi I'm sorry. I started doing Averis, and then you make my Eilam Hazeh very hard, so I couldn't, I couldn't do anything about it. That's in there's Bechira. Someone does bad, and all of a sudden they have very good, gosh. No, 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 no
Uh, that's a different Nakuda, but that's not this Nakuda. There's a lot of people that have very good and they're not. Like, so, 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 sometimes, sometimes they might have some schos that we don't know about, or even they don't know about. And sometimes if it's a real Rasha, so perhaps they're getting all this Sarnayla Mazah, that's the end of it. Right? So when does the day come to them? Is it upstairs or downstairs? I don't know whichever way you want them to go. Well, definitely, right? Could be. Just live in the Kuda. Shem is many chajbainas. Okay, so that's what she was saying. So what happened? She kissed them, they raised their voices, and they cried, as we said. Um, Pashtas, why did she kiss them? She's saying goodbye. She kissed them to say goodbye. They started to cry. Since Pamaisa, for so many years, they've been together with her. And, um,. And finished. And that's why in the next process they're going to say, No, we still want to come back with you. Now the Mukabalim say over here that this time wasn't just any kiss. This wasn't just a kiss of saying goodbye. The Mukabalim say this was a Ruchnius Nishika. Nishika Ruchanis. It was a Ruchnius Nika kiss. And um, now, what exactly those words mean, I'm not 100% sure. But it goes along the idea as follows. Um, there's a concept there's a concept called Ichod Hanish Call Yisrael HaRevim Zelozeh the timer of the and the and the words Lusheris Nachalase in the Gimel Midasharachamim he explains that She'er is a Lashon of <coughs> a relative Sher Basar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with us as if we're relatives, we're together with Him. We're, we're, we are, um, we are um, flesh relatives, blood relatives with the Rabbi Shalom. When a person's blood relative is in pain, they're in pain as well, because we're connected. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when Klai tells in pain, Iman Eichah B'Tzara, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kaviyachal in pain with us, because we are L'Sha'iris Nachalasai, we are His Nachala, but not just His Nachala, His inheritance, His portion, Sha'ir, we are a portion, we are related to the Rabbani Shalom, so to speak, in a physical, spiritual way. So, the Tamrit Varus says, so, Mahu Afata, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals with us that way, so that's how we have to be as well. Kol Yisrael, all of Klai Yisrael are really She'er B'Sarei. We're all physically related to each other. Why? Because our Nishamais are all attached to each other. Our Nishamais Kluleis Yachad. Each one of us, I don't only have my Nishama, I have a Chelek of every person's Nishama in Klai Yisrael in me. And you have a Chelek of every person's Nishama in Klai Yisrael in you. Everyone is interconnected. Obviously my Chelek is more than the pieces and parts of other people's Chelekim that I have. But I have a Chelek. We're all interconnected. We're all, all our Nishamas are connected to each other. And that says the time of the is the reason call Yisrael Arevim Zelozeh. It's not just because I have responsibility to you. When you do an Avera, you're not just affecting your Neshama. Your Chelek in my Neshama is affected. So you're affecting me. So I have to make sure that you don't do an Avera. And I have to make sure you do a Mitzvah. Why am I allowed to be, let's say I was Yaitzi Kiddush already. Or I was Yaitzi any Mitzvah. Why am I allowed to be Yaitzi you in a Mitzvah if you weren't Yaitzi yet? I, I finished. I'm not done anymore. I'm not, the, the klali is only people who are obligated or in the parish of a mitzvah could be mighty. But if I was already, but I was, but let's say someone who's not obligated in a mitzvah, so they can't be mighty someone else. For example, let's say a lady wants to be mighty, um, 
might see someone in Tkiya Shaifer, might see a man in Tkiya Shaifer. She can't be might see a man in Tkiya Shaifer. She's not obligated in the mitzvah, and the man is obligated in the mitzvah. But a man who already was yait to the mitzvah, he could be might see someone else. What do you mean? Once I was yait, I'm not obligated anymore. How can I be might see someone else? Teret says, I was yait to my mitzvah. But if you haven't been yait to your mitzvah yet, your neshama is lacking that mitzvah, not just your neshama, in me, there's a piece of me who's also lacking the mitzvah. So as much as I was yaitzing my personal obligation, but my neshama is still lacking some of the mitzvah shaifer. So when I'm being to you, I'm not someone who is not in the parsha. I have a little bit of me that's still obligated in the mitzvah. It's not a little bit of me, it's a little bit of you who's in me who's obligated in the mitzvah. That's called ichod neshamas. So that's why I'm responsible that you shouldn't do it in Avera. And Kal Yisrael HaRebim Zelazah is not only Lara, Kal Yisrael HaRebim as well. I have to make sure you do mitzvahs. Why? Because you don't live in a vacuum. It's not every individual for their own. We're all interconnected. And what you do affects me. It doesn't affect my neshama the same way. If I do an aveir and it affects my neshama, that's of course much more serious because I'm much closer to myself. But subtly everyone's affected by it. And that's why the, the time is very right over there. That's also the concept. It's interesting how this week's parsha is coming in so many times. This week's parsha it says, "Ainu daim emuatim es amitzvus lemerubim." It says, "It says, um, it says that when you're going to chase after the goyim, chase after your enemies." The pasuk says, "The rods will become chamishim meya." Five people are going to chase a hundred, and a hundred are going to chase ten thousand. So Rashi says the cheshbin. Um, doesn't, is not right because 5 to trace 100 means 20 times right? 5 times 20 is 100 so 100 people right if you times that by 20 proportionately it doesn't equal 10,000 right 20 times 100 is uh, 2,000 right so why does it say 10,000 so it actually says the more people that do mitzvahs the more power there is and there's, a, there's a Gemara that says like that also that when a person the person is the tenth person in the minion, he's naitel schar keneged kulam. Even if a hundred people come afterwards, he takes the schar. So the Talmud Devarah says, "Why does Chazal pick a hundred? He said a very simple thing. He said because well we have ten people here, right? That's ten individual neshamas. But each one of us has a piece of everyone else's neshama here as well." So how many people are really here? Ten times ten. And as I have me, plus the nine people, right, that are other nine people in the minion have a chalik of their neshama. Every person has that. So really there's like a hundred people here. And that's the Yisait of Merubim Oisim Es HaMitzvahs. So it goes exponentially. It goes exponentially. When there's ten people here, now you'll say, What's, what do you mean? There's, there's 600,000 people in Christ, so we're all connected. Obviously the closer we get, the more connected our neshamas are. So if ten people get together for a minion, there's the power of a hundred people in that room, or a hundred neshamas in that room, because we're all intertwined. Of course, in the global world, we're all connected. But the closer you get together, the more the effect is felt, and the more the effect has. And that's the aside of ichod ha-neshamas, that we're all connected. So it could be what the Mekubalim mean when they said, 
that she blew into her, she kissed her on the shika ruchanias, a ruchanias that a kiss, that means to say that she gave her a chalik of her, they, she gave them a chalik of kedushas nishmasa. She gave them a part of her neshama, which is this idea that she united together with them the tyrus ichod hanishamas. Now, what's going to show is that Arpa didn't feel or wasn't affected by that. Um, you know, she was, so to speak, holding out her hand, um, I mean, to invite them to be part of Kla Yisrael through with her neshama. Arpa, even though there was the same kiss, it didn't make the same reishem on her. Rus, on the other hand, she was had a, she was mushpa from this taisus hakedusha. She felt that taisus hakedusha affected her. And that caused her to become a Giyaris. Hashanah Arpa, on the other hand, she was affected by it, but it didn't have the effect to make her become a Giyaris. And Adarabah, she just went back home, as we'll see. So that could be what this idea of this Nishika Ruchanius was, that she is inviting her to claw Yisrael in with the concept of Yichadah Nishamas. So the Pasuk says that they said they wanted to go back with her. <coughs> Now, the Rebbe always used to say, if I was standing there, I'd say, Nami, listen, you tell them everything, they still want to come, you know. How How much more do you want? They're crying, they want to come with you. They said, Just be mekabbled, I'm finished. They want to both want to be megayer. But Nami knew what was going on over here. Nami understood who Rus was, and Nami understood who Arpa was, and she says, let's see how things play themselves out. So she continues. Go back home. What are you coming with me? Do I have any more children that could be for husbands for you? Go home. I'm too old to get remarried. And even if you're going to say that there was some type of hope, if I get married tonight, and I have children right away, are you going to wait? Are you going to stick around and be gunas? You're just going to wait here lonely till they till they grow up? No, I don't do this. Basically, she was saying as follows. She was saying, listen, what's the tafkid of a woman in the world? The tafkid of the woman is to get married and be by now bias. So what are you doing? Why do you want to stick around with an old lady like me? There's no way, Alpidarech HaTeva, that you're going to be able to fulfill your tafkid in this world if you stay with me. Through me, you're not going to get it. An old lady like me, I'm not having more children, even if I would, would you wait around? By that time, you'll be so old that you won't have to be able to have children either. So I'm telling you, you're tafkid in this world, go back home, you'll find the shidduch, you'll get married and finished. What does the Pasuk say? They started crying again. When they heard this, when they heard that they're not going to get married through Nami, they started crying. That means to say there's no physical tayalas that they're going to get any more from Naomi towards fulfilling their tafkid in this world. So they cried. They cried a second time because they really wanted to stay with her. But when they heard her describe how physically their tafkid in this world will not be fulfilled, they cried. So when Arpa hears this, she leaves. The Ruzdav Kabbalah. Arpa kisses her mother-in-law, but Rus is of Kabbalah. 
Why? Because it's clear, and this is what Naomi knew, that Arpa's whole attachment to Naomi was a Kesher Gashmi. She created this physical relationship with her for all these years. She was her daughter-in-law, then she lived with her. And she was hoping that she's going to still stick with Naomi, and she's still going to get a Tayelas Gashmi from her. So that's why she wants to go along with her. This is who she's been. It's not easy to leave who she's been with all, the, for, with all these years. She's going to go with her. But once she hears that Nami's saying, listen, with me, there's no hope in that side of the world. There's no hope that you're going to get anything out of it. So she started to cry. And she says, if my whole point is the physical cashier, and I'm not going to be able to fulfill myself physically in this Gashmi's world through Nami, so what am I staying here for? So I'm going home. And Chazal say it's clear that it was all physical. So what happened when she went home? That night already, Chazal say she was over on many, many, many different Averis, from the lowest and the most shameful Averis in the world. And eventually, who'd she give birth to? Goliath and all other Rishayim. In an instant. Here she was, remember? We were standing a few moments ago thinking that she told Hashem Shemayim. She wants to go with Nami. Nami knew what she was doing. Wait and see what happens. And you see clearly the end played out that this wasn't for her. It wasn't a Ruchniya thing. It was Gashmias. Once she didn't have the Gashmias, she's going back home and forget everything. Hashem can Ruth Ruth clings to... Naomi and she refused to leave. Rus had, as we said before, a spark of Chidusha in her. She had the Bikush Ha'emes we said in the beginning. She was looking for the Emes. So even when she heard from Naomi, remember, Bikush Ha'emes means, we said this, why does a ger want to come and be Megai or Bizman Azeh? It's physically not the best place to be with Klai Yisrael. But this... But if you're looking for the Amas, you're looking for the Rukhni, you're looking for Elam you're willing to undergo all the, tri- all the uh, trials and tribulations that come along with it. So Ruach has this Bikush Amas. So Nami's telling you, you're never going to get married. Apitabi, you're not going to get married. You won't have any physical tayalas from being with me. That's not why she's here. She doesn't care about that. She's here for one thing. She's coming for the Ruchnias. She is a um, she has a Bikush Hamas. So therefore it doesn't bother her. Arpa! Yeah, Arpa's going home, the Ruz Dovkaba, because it doesn't phase her. She's not here for the Gashmias. She's here for the Ruchnias. And what happens? Habitah Basham Khasaj Saivanu. Habitah Basham Khasaj Saivanu. Who in all of Tanakh, or um, or in the, I don't know all of Tanakh, but you find at least one of the best shidduchim that ever happened in Tanakh was Ruth and Bayez. Right? Bayez is the god of Israel, and she's the mother of Malchus based David. Right? And who was the Shadson? Naomi. Right? Naomi is the one who tried to make it as clear to possible uh, to Rus that Abi she's not going to get married through her. Abi through Naomi, she's not going to get married. And yet, Rus said, I don't care. This is what I want to do. She didn't make any cheshbonus that it's not good for me. And the end was the opposite. Abi never loses. 
Rabbi Rebbe said, never loses, never, never, ever loses if you're a Betach Hashem. You think it doesn't look good, HaKadosh Baruch will take care of it. Chesed Yisai Vivanu. She ended up with the greatest Shidduch. Through Naami. Ay, Alpiderech HaTeva makes no sense. We're now in the world of Teva. It's Betach Hashem. And she became the mother of Malchus Beis David and Melech HaMashiach. And this is one of the limudim of this Pasuk. That a person who has Amunah B'Kadosh Baruch Hu could be Zaycha to receive things that are L'mailo Midarech HaTeva. She didn't make any Cheshbainas, Seichel, any types of Cheshbainas. That was Nami was telling her, Cheshbain, it's not going to happen. She had Beteach B'Hashem and she was Zaycha with the Shidduch L'mailo Midarech HaTeva HaBeteach B'Hashem Chesed Yosei Vivanu. And that's why it's so important that Nami is stressing that you're not going to get a Shidduch through me. So we see the difference in Rus and Arpa. Arpa says, if I'm not getting the Shidduch, I'm out of here. Rus says, I don't care. I want to be Dovid B'Kadosh Baruch Hu. When she does that, then everything takes a flip. We're not in the world of Tev anymore. Apiderech HaTeva, you're right. There's no way to get a Shidduch through Naami. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't live in the world of Tev. Abiteach B'Hashem Chesed Yisrael Yivana. So the Pasuk continues, V'Taymer Neshav Yivimtech Alama V'Aleha Shuvi Acharei Yivimtech. But... Ruth, um, Naomi doesn't give up over here. Naomi does not give up. She still says, listen, your sister-in-law went back to Amma, to her nation, and to her gods, go follow her. Now this is also a very important Nakuda. We're not going to be able to get into the whole thing. But, <coughs> we mentioned this a different time, I think, that the Ramban says, that HaKadosh Baruch who created this world he um, he divided the world into 70 nations and each nation has its Malach in Shemayim that's in charge of it we call it Sar that's in charge of that nation of course HaKadosh Baruch is running the whole world but he sends things through intermediaries they don't have power on their own obviously they only have a power through the Sarim but um, they, they only have a power through HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but it's through the Sarim but HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose them for himself. There's no intermediaries. The Lashon Elohim throughout the Torah means a power, a Ruchniyistika power. It says HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Elohei Ho Elohim. He is the God of all the powers. That means to say, there's powers in the world that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, set up in the world. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the power of all powers. And even in the Goyim, you find the Goyim, you find uh, um, by Daniel over there, that, um, that um, by Daniel, who is the king over there? Um, he says it's Allah Shem also I, I, I know Hashem is a Lekehalehim you see by the Goyim also the Goyish king said the same thing they knew that there's a Rabbi Nisham over all the powers but they felt that they served their powers that's what the Ayyub Dezara felt they said we're going to go talk to the king why did the king put an intermediary here because you can't just walk in and talk to the king you got to go first go through the, uh, the, the, the his ministers and that's how the Ayyub Dezara eventually started serving Ayyub Dezara Either that, or they said that um, that that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu wants it to happen. However, you tweak it. There's different ways in the Rishayim to tweak what their cheshbon was. But they weren't kai from in, in 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 a higher power called Hashem. They just felt that it's not proper for them to go serve the Rebbeinu Shalom straight. Eventually, they forgot that part and they just served the Avodah But that was the original Avodah Zarah. Those are called Elihim. 
So, that's going to be, we're going to stop here, but we'll, 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 and we'll uh, elaborate on this next time. That's what she said, When she's going back to Moyav, she's going back under the Shlita, under the power of Eliheha, the, the Sarin, the Malachim of Moyav. Rus is going to go, if you want to go to Eretz Yisrael, with Klai Yisrael, we're not under that power. And that's the Nakuda she's bringing out, and we'll elaborate on this um, next time.